welcome back to another episode. This is the Real Talk with Adore and Daisy. I'm Daisy. I'm Adore. How you feeling today? I'm feeling good. How about you? You know me. I'm very well, refreshed, relaxed, fresh off a of vacation. I'm feeling amazing. <laughs> Girl, right. I'm ready to go back already. Because <laughs> it's time for a memorable, a memorable summer. For sure. Before we always get into our guests, we do like to. Um, well, first of all, how are you doing today? I'm dope. How y'all? We doing well, good. I mean, y'all good. Vacation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I haven't went on vacation yet, but it's coming soon. Right? It's coming. Okay. I I be w- wanting to work. Like I'm in this mood right now where I'm trying to get to a certain. Because we building a team. You in stack? You in stack mode? Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Without a team, like it's hard to. I don't know. We in the pro- once we get a team, then I'll probably fall back. But until then, no, the, she not. The team, the the team is gonna make you work harder. Facts. Especially when you paying them. Like you, you gonna wanna be you. You always wanna pay them more when you love your team. So like I love my team. So I work hard to make sure I could pay them more than everybody else could pay them. Like that. I love that. How's your mental health? My mental health. Um, you are we being honest or are we lying? No, we being honest. This is real talk. Okay, let's, real, let's real talk, right? Um, mental health. Um, I think mentally I'm good. I'm learning boundaries. Important. You know, um, one of the one of the things about being me is that people come at you with bullshit. And you allow it because you're trying to be polite. And now the polite is, is you still being polite, but you just like, yo, I can't deal with this. Yo, Saya, can you deal with this? Yo, yo, Naja, can you deal with this? Like, it, I, I have built barriers around me to make my life a little bit easier. You know, I know people be on my Instagram probably thinking I'm being rude because I don't respond to them. But when you get in two, three hundred DMs every day, and they all said the same thing. You like, I can't answer that. And so I had to take myself away from social media. Like, I do my posts and then I'm off. I, I do my good morning, Jesus. Thank you for the wake up call. I will answer like the first hour of somebody saying good morning, then I'm done. I don't watch the news at all. So I don't know what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's not in my world, I don't know about it. I like that. Um, like that. I don't have crime on a deal on my phone. I have like a rule, like I don't know you. Like, like just say I know you. We cool, and you call me, and you be like, "Yo, somebody got killed." That's from my neighborhood that you know is not in my circle. I erase you and I block you. Mm. I don't need everybody problems to become my problem, especially when I don't fuck with you like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Boundaries are definitely something that I'm learning. And um, I I just said, like, you have to have boundaries dealing with everybody. But most importantly, you got to have boundaries when you're dealing with ungrateful people because they don't they don't have boundaries and they go take advantage every time they can, every chance they get. So I'm learning that. Um, I'm learning it. I just feel like boundaries are important to keep your mental health in a good space like you have to have boundaries you got to know when to say no you got to know when you tired you got to know when you need a break you have to know this like you have to have boundaries for yourself as well so here's the vacation 
that's I want to get back into that, but I want you to inter- introduce yourself and tell the people who you are for the for the ones who don't know and what you got going on. Um. Well, I'm Dennis Reed the second. I am a father, a Christian. Um, a lot of y'all know me from owning bars. Like I, I own two eleven. Open on my own. The whole bunch. I own Comfort Zone right now. I own Mighty Wing Shop. So people know me from that. The world know me from doing movies though. Um, I own one of the top black distribution companies in America called Homestead Entertainment. Um, we have offices in New York, Florida, California, and here. Um, me and three other partners, um, Rob Johnson and Leonard Burnett, who's the founder of Vibe Magazine, and um, Sean Armstrong. Uh, we started Homestead like three years ago. Um, I own DR2 Productions that um, I had for like the last 12 years, um, 23 movies later. Mm. Um, we was at, I don't know how many movies we had up to last year, but last year we did 16 movies wow. in one year. That's amazing. So far this year, we have done a television series and two movies. We started filming another movie on Monday. Um, our goal now is always like ten movies and three series. Okay. The the goal is just simple, simply just to be the best production company in the world, not just black. Yeah. You know, so. With all that you got going on, I want to know how you find balance. Like, where's the balance at? Um, the balance is with my with my team. Your team. Um, I have the best team in the world you know from my partners at homestead so i am like the creative i bring in new people that got movies and i also make any homestead originals um sean he handles the business him and rob they handle the day-to-day business and then lynn handles like our corporate stuff and then we have people up under them that do stuff, but I stay in my lane. Um, not because I'm a writer, mm-hmm. so and I love to write. That's like one of my my releases. With with Dr. Two, I mean, literally, I have Sanya, who's my right hand. I have um, TT, who runs the studio. Cause we have a studio here. I have Naja, who runs the office. I have Peter who runs the camera department. I have Matt Baum who runs the sound department. Andy who runs the the lights and Candace who runs makeup and um, Candace does makeup. Trina does hair. Um, somebody that does P- BTS. Um, then we have a social media person. So it's like. All of them have people that work under them, and I stay the fuck out the way. Like literally, what you get paid to do, that's what you do. I don't, I don't interfere with your shit. I don't interfere into your shit. It's not dr two looking shit because we have a standard, and they're normally normally better than the standard. 
every now and then they may fall off, but that's like every 10,000 blue moons, so we're good, right? <laughs> so, um, you did mention you own clubs and restaurants. I had no clue. Me either. A lot of people don't. Yeah, the, I literally know you, of course, from movies. And so, what made you branch off into the clubs, or is that where you started? So, I started in the sh- I started in college. Okay. Then I moved to the streets. Uh-huh. Then after I got shot, I moved into writing books. And then books was okay, but books don't make the kind of money people think they're going to make. Unless you have like a deal. And I think I did okay. Like I did okay. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that I always known was restaurants because my mom had a restaurant. Okay. So I knew how to do a restaurant. And then by me being dope with certain certain people, they like, yo, you wanna buy this club? And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So that just always been easy for me. But okay. my passion was, it sounds stupid, but I just, growing up, I just wanted to be like the biggest drug dealer in the world. Uh, you'd be surprised how I many men like, still to this day. I, I, but 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 that's stupid as fuck, right? But that's what I wanted. Like growing up, like even when I was in college, I was going to be a doctor, and I was thinking like I don't really want to be a doctor, and I didn't even really want to. It's like people think, okay, I sell drugs and I make a lot of money. They really don't want to sell drugs. They just really want the money. Mm -hmm. But that's just the quickest avenue for them to get the money. Thinking like that. Mm -hmm. Not understanding that when you sell dope, right, it's it's just like going to college. Just do the math. The first year, you learning, right? Mm -hmm. You learn how to get in your customer base. You learn how to, you know, um, make sure that you your customer base and all that is really good the, the the logistics is really really good you learning all that in college i mean in your first year of selling drugs and in college you learning who you are you learning new people you are learning a lot in college you paying the school when you in the streets you paying your shit too you paying whoever your supplier is and then when you take a loss you're paying for that too. Mm-hmm. So the shit really do balance out, right? Mm-hmm. Then your second year, you're a little bit more known at school, so school become a little bit more easier. When you selling drugs, second year, you 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 learn who to fuck with, who not to fuck mm-hmm. with, just like in college, mm-hmm. right? Everything that you do is learning. And the best CEOs would have been dope-ass drug dealers. The best drug dealers would have been even greater CEOs. And it's just like, that's how I always thought. And you never think about who's going to get killed. You never think about who's going to jail. You never think about who is um, going to end up in a wheelchair. Or who's going to get hooked on drugs. Those are not things that you think about. Right? So those are things that I never thought about. I never thought about that shit. Mm-hmm. I just thought that I was going to be able to have the baddest chits. I was going to be able to pay for kids to go to college. I was going to be able to give turkeys away. I was going to be able to do <laughs> all that stuff. And that life is just not really what it cracked up, cracked to, up be. to be. Because if you really think about it, just pay attention. You're 20, 
325, and you got a $100,000 car, and you live in a nice place, right? When you work, you normally have an average car, you live in a decent place, right? And it just flips over. So at 25, you have all that. I mean, at 23, 24, 25, you have that all of the drug dealer. And at 23, 24, 25, you build another worker, right? Or an entrepreneur, whatever it may be, right? Now, when you're 35 or really like 40, when you're 40 and you're a worker, now you have a beautiful house, beautiful car, you have no problems. When you're 40 and you're an extra dealer or a drug dealer, you're either in jail, dead, felonies, so you can't get the job that you want, so now you're working in a plant, and you are now driving a modest car, living in a modest house. So the roles just change. So I tell people now, I say, well, when do you want it? If you want it early, sell dope. If you want it long-lasting, do your career or your or your job or do your entrepreneurship. You know? I agree. 100%. 100%. I think we needed to hear that. Definitely. We're going to touch somebody. We know the only way to go when you're selling dope is either dead or in jail. It's not really... You you think that you have you it's always a um uh one person. Always it is. It, always it is. one person. It's always and, and one. do you ever notice that the only one the motherfuckers talk about? They never talk about the motherfucker that got killed. Mm -hmm. They always talk about that one person that made it. Of course, just right. that one though. That's just that one. You know, <laughs> that's all they talk about. They never talk about Yeah, but you know, all his crew dead are in jail. But that one made it. And why did he make it? Hey, I don't know. A whole other story, right? <laughs> Who knows? Who I was going to say luck. I don't know. I was luck. The whole luck, God. Like, I, I don't, I'm not going to say I made it. Because I was forced out the game. Mm. Like, when I got shot up. Shot up? I got shot the fuck up. Oh right? So, when I got shot up April 20th, 05, I literally was like... This is not for me. Because my brother got killed a few years before. And I just I just thought about my mother. Like my mother was, she, I remember her coming into the hospital. And I was on a morphine drip. And I just could not bear to see what she was going to say or how she felt. I just couldn't take it. And I pushed the drip and she was like, what's going on? That drip make you go to sleep so fast. But it was just like... The, the, my son came in the room and my son had never seen me sell drugs. He never smelt no drugs. He never did anything. But he said, Dad, the only thing I want you to do is stop selling drugs. And I'm laying in the bed like in tears like, this motherfucker just told me that, but I never showed him that. Right? And when shit like that happens, you like, yo, man. The, the people that love you, they want you there. They Ooh, just want talk to there, them. Talk right? to the people. They just, you, they just want you there. They don't give a fuck about you driving in the bins. They don't give a fuck about you at the titty bar throwing money or you taking girls to Vegas or you buying the biggest chain or you buying the nicest watch. The people that genuinely, really love you don't care about that. It's all the motherfuckers that don't give a fuck about you that you're caring about. And that's in every game that you in. Like, I think, 
And it comes with age. I think as soon as I just start worrying about the people that matters and not the people that don't matter, my life became better. It always do. Like you'll you'll be surprised how much conflict your life has when you have the wrong people in it. Like it's it's a mess for no reason. Yeah, I wanted to bring up um, when you introduced yourself. The second thing you said you was a Christian. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say like, um, was you spiritual back then, or were you a Christian back then? I I always been really 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 close with God, like always. I've never been churchy. I I think church is fucking fake. Like I went to church. I went to, I went to one church that I felt like was a good word, but it just wasn't good for me. Then I went to a second church that everybody know about, and I just felt like it was all bullshit. Because I'm I'm really particular about who I let lead me. It's like I, I did a live this morning. Like, the people that's around you, they influence you. Your pastor influence you. You know? And I'm not against gay people. I'm not against um, drug dealers. I'm not against shit. It's, not my, it's never my place to judge anybody. Never. That's not my place. I'm a firm believer in you hate the sin, not the person. But I'm also a firm believer in saying, yo, bro, doing that shit ain't right. So I still love you. I still support you. I'm still there for you. But if you want me to tell you when you're doing something right, something wrong right, I'm not doing that shit. And that's because I'm a real friend and I'm a father, right? I'm a grandfather. So it's like, I'm not going to do that. And when I see at church that you just, you allow the bullshit, I'm like, yo, you supposed to love everybody, but you have to tell people when they're wrong. Stop just saying shit and doing shit just for money. So I'm, I, I'm fucked up because I think I'm God's favorite child, but I also think I'm the devil's favorite child because I feel like he, when when it comes to the devil, he he is literally always right here. Like, you know you could do this. You know you could do that. You know you could cut that corner. And then I got God over here like, you know it's going to be fucked up though, right? Yeah, you're going to have it early, but you're not going to keep it. You got to do the right thing. So when people think that if you if you believe in God, you got to believe in the devil, yeah. right? He is always testing you, yeah. right? He's always testing you. And so God, God's job is to first protect you, love you, but give you free thought. You have free thought in all you do. And you have to give him honor. It's like... And I've been that way. Like, I have had literally six, I believe, near-death experiences that I should have been dead. Mm. Like, six. From one of my closest friends, Coy. Like, I met his house. I have on a hat, just like you. It was a New York Mets hat. And he shot a gun, and the bullet went right through my hat. But it did not hit my head. It didn't do nothing. And when I tell that story, people are like, yeah, right. I'm like, call this motherfucker and the three people there, and they will tell you that happened. Oh my right? God. From when 
I'm Jamaican and Panamanian, so I understand Patois really well. I got into it with the Jamaican dude in high school, not knowing that he was even Jamaican. And I'm at a Jamaican club. This motherfucker literally said he gonna cut me from my ass to my neck, right? He didn't understand I understood Patois, but then I also understood when his friend, he told his friend to go get the gun. They were shooting at me, running down living noise. I'm hearing the bullets just go. But that was God, like literally having me in a bubble and letting that shit just kept me covered. Then I had a car accident in college. I woke up with a damn stop sign on my neck, right? I'm on the passenger side, the, the, the gate swung open, stop sign on my neck, right? Then I'm in a car with my son and mother. They shoot up my car, shoot that bitch up. I lean over to protect her. It's six bullet holes in my car. Then when I got shot, I got shot six times. He put the gun in my face, pulled the trigger, one of my bullets in there. Right? Who the fuck does that? Like, if it's not a God, who who the fuck is protecting me? So, if we say it's the devil, it's like, uh, well, why I'm not doing wrong shit? Like, that I just I just think like I think that the devil shows me like yo you know you can have her her and her and her and I know God be like yo calm down <laughs> you only need <laughs> you only need and just calm down <laughs> right it it just when you just know how powerful he is you just it it it, it killed like they be like you cussing you talk about God I'm like God know me mm-hmm. he know me you know very heart, yeah. he know me very well. And that's why I honor him the way I honor him. Like, every morning I give him, like, thank you, Jesus, for the wake-up call. Every single morning for the last 17, 18 years. Every morning. But when people think are you a Christian or you spiritual, they feel like you perfect, but you're not. I'm not perfect at all. Yeah. I'm, I'm so far from perfect, but the the thing I am, I am... I am perfectly flawed. And I know that I'm not going to do nothing to fuck you over. I'm not going to do nothing to hurt you. And if I do hurt you, it's not purposely. I'm going to apologize and I'm going to do everything I can to fix it. Right? That's all I could do. I'm going to say I'm sorry. I'm not going to say sorry three times. I'm going to say it once. And then I'm going to show you my sorry. Mm-hmm. And I think because I'm the good person, that's why God didn't kill me the times I was supposed to be killed. Mm-hmm. I think that's why he gave me favor. Yeah, and I feel yeah. like he also took you through that because had none of that ever happened to you, Lord knows where you'd be right now. If So that that's funny. So I got shot up April 20th. The, the feds was on to who I was fucking with, our whole little crew. He, they was on to us, and the person that got caught started talking on wire three days later. I was in the hospital for 30 days. Mm. The wire had nothing about me other than this dude okay. I didn't go to jail. I didn't get indicted. None of that shit simply because I was in the hospital. That's God, yo. Yeah, you once like he, dude, like he has. And, and it's funny because they just started getting out of jail like in the last five years. So can you imagine me with all this talent sitting in jail talking about what I would have been or what mm-hmm. I could have been? Like, nah, like, God just is amazing. Mm-hmm. 
You know, and that's why I tell people like Lee Master Spratlin, perfect example. He's one of my first actors. His picture is over there on the wall, right? The guy, the first picture right there. That's like my brother, right? Like my brother dead. He got killed on his birthday. This dude is like my brother. And he was telling me, like, he know I got a little bit of money. He know whatever I got is his, right? But he a man. He not going to be telling me, um, you got to give me this. He like, yo, I got to work for this. So we did his first movie called... Um, Deadly Secrets. That's his movie, right? Mm-hmm. So we did Deadly Secrets. Spent a hundred thousand on that movie. Here, bro, we have split it. Me and him went a little bit under. He was a little bit under half, but he gave me half because he gave me. He loved me. That's my brother, mm-hmm. right? So here, we do Deadly Secrets. Now his money is not where his money's supposed to be because he spent his money on the movie. He he doing what he's supposed to do. And I told him, I said, bro, when these movies come out, you're going to get booked. Don't worry. He like, man, bro, I got to go back to do this, this. I'm like, dog, don't worry. He called me today like, bro, you said that shit was going to happen. Because he put in the work mm-hmm. on his craft. Mm-hmm. I have another friend who I love. He not trusting the process. So now it's sad because... I be up praying for this nigga because I love him. He really is my guy. I'm mad at him right now. I want to beat his ass right now because he's not trusting the process because that's what we do. When the shit don't go your way, we go back to what we know. Mm-hmm. And every time you go back, it's like like this table. This is the world. So you are right there. The money is right there. You right here. Right? And you about to make it. But because it didn't happen as quick and as fast as you think, you turn around and go back to the bullshit. Mm-hmm. When, bitch, you about to jump into the money, mm-hmm. right? He didn't trust God. He not trusting God. God going to teach him the same lesson over and over again until he get it. And, 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 and the sad part is, what if he don't get it? Because he got, God only gives you so many chances to get it mm-hmm. before he said, because he never really washed his hands with you. But sometimes he say, yo, I got to I gotta let you be the example. Nah, motherfucker. Now nah, you got to be the example. Because I gave you everything. And, I like, you didn't trust me. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the hardest things. Because when I, when I got shot up, I told God, I'm like, you got to show me what I'm going to do. And it's so funny. One day my homeboy called me. My money was fucked up. I'm trying to figure out how I'm about to get this money for this movie. My 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 girl leaving me, so my house in foreclosure. My life is fucked up, and my homeboy called me with the idea. I got a hundred balls, and I'm like, bad. And I was at home writing. Everybody that know Apple computers do not really crash. My computer crashed, right? I drive to fucking twelve volts. Take the computer to the doggone thing. They say it'll be ready in a couple of days. Come back. We'll call you when it's ready. I get on the freeway. I call my dude like, can I call my the guy that I was fucking with? I'm like, yo, I got some. Yeah, price. Yeah, bet. I'm driving. And I get a flat tire. The tow truck come, right? Because 
it wasn't a jack in the car, it was just a tire. Right? About to change the tire, this motherfucker say, no, you got two flat tires. That was fucking God. I sat on that fucking freeway and was crying like a baby, like, they gonna think I'm on some bullshit. I supposed to gave my baby mama this money for this this mortgage. What the fuck I'm gonna do? And God was just literally taking every fucking thing away from me. He took the car. He took the girl. He took all the fucked up friends that wasn't really my friends. He was taking them away. Get the fuck out. You're not good for them. Go. You leave. You leave. You leave. Y'all all leaving him. And I'm thinking that they just fucked up and they not fucking with me. No, that was God taking them away. He took the money. He took every fucking thing that came from drug money. And my life is amazing as fuck right now. So in that moment when you when he took everything away, like, how much faith did you have? I didn't. I was scared. I didn't know what the fuck. You just, you don't know. And, and, and that's the part that you don't know. And then when you go to bed and you, and you able to sleep, like, easy though. Like, the whole world around you is fucked up. Mm-hmm. And you sleeping like a baby. And he giving you these dreams. Like, God, you're going to be able to be like this. And you're going to be able to be like that. And you like, nah. It, it's funny. Like, yesterday, I remember when I did First AD1. I met Miguel Nunez, the guy that played Joanna, man. I met him. And he, I was like, I just got fucked out of $2 million on my television show. Right? And I'm like, I'm about to do First Lady. And he was like, well, I could talk to Damon Dash about this, 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 and this. And I'm like, all right. So he said, you got to give me $5,000. I'm like, man, where am going to get this 5 Gs from? So I literally had like $6,000. I gave this bitch 5000 and he got the meeting with Damon Dash. Right? I go and I tell Damon, I'm like, hey, I'm going to do this movie called First Lady. And only thing I want you to do is let me put your name on it. I'm going to direct it. I'm going to pay for it. And I'm going to give you 5% if you just let me put your name on it. Because we knew at the time that him and Jay-Z was beefing, but people still fucked with him. Mm-hmm. Right? And when that happened, he was like, no, nah, man, you let me direct it. I'll do it. He said, no, nah. I said, I, I, I got to direct it. He said, no. Nah. I'm like, it's going to have Jim Jones. It's going to have hoops. He was like, yeah, Jim, my man's, you know, like, like, fuck it. Like, if you let me direct it, I'll do it. And I'm like. God, like, no, you got to do that. This, this, stop, don't let nobody do your shit. You have to be in control of your shit. And I'm looking at him, somebody that said you got to be in control of your shit. And I'm just really thinking like him at that mm-hmm. moment. And it was like, it all like was full circle yesterday because he came here to an event that I paid for to an event that I did, and I'm literally like, I told him, like, yo, remember when I came to you? And he was like, and he just looked at me like, I thought you were lying. 
You was like, I just thought you was lying. I ain't think I ain't think you was gonna do that shit. That motherfucker was with us all night. Cause now he know. You proved yourself. Fuck yeah. Him. And 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 I've been working with Dane for like the last two years because my company and him are distrib- distribution partners. Amazing. You know? But that's because of God. Mm-hmm. Like, you you have to, the shit full circle. You have to do shit the right way. And you keep your name right. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, the good shit happens. Everybody. Like, we, we, we literally had a great time last night. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, damn, that, that's the nigga that helped Jay. That's the nigga that helped Kanye. That's the nigga that helped so many people. Kevin Hart. You know, the Daniels, Lee Daniels. You know, so I'm so much like him because I have helped shit Lee. I've helped shit Denora. I've helped shit Brenda. I've helped China. I helped Lee. I helped so many motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. You know? It all works out. I was gonna ask you what was something that you would tell your younger self, but I got I kind of got an answer for that. What is it? That I felt like God had to gracefully break you for you to actually see the vision full full circle. Because sometimes we get visions and we had dreams of what we want to be, but sometimes if something is working for us right now, people don't want to put their all into something that's not paying them or that or they haven't made it yet. So when you were saying how your friend was at the end and the money was right there, sometimes people they get discouraged and they get um, distracted, and then when you got too much noise around you, it's really hard to focus. So like he had to gracefully break you, let you lose this, let you lose that, and let you lose the friends to where you ain't have no choice but to focus. Because w- what am I gonna do next? Yeah, I I would agree, you know, but what I would tell my younger self is that, and also I would tell my younger self to be closer to my family. Like if I if I could go back to be. 15 years old, it would literally be like, be closer to your brother. That's That would be the the number one thing. Like, be closer to your family. Be a better son. Be a better brother. Because I think if I was better than him, he would still be alive. And I blame myself for that. That is one of the biggest things ever. Like, I, like, I got five sisters. And we're really, 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 really close. Like the three of us that grew, so three of us are really close because my mother and father have five kids together. So me, my brother, and my three sisters, we're close. But it would literally be that because that's what that was my failure, you know. And I think that's why I am with my team. How I am like the big brother for everybody because I know that at the end of the day, you know. It's not too many people that love you just because of you. Mm-hmm. Most people love you for what you could do for them. Like, it was a guy on Instagram. It was the dopest thing ever. He had a bag of popcorn. Did y'all see that? He had a bag of popcorn. It was a bunch of ducks around him. He's throwing the popcorn on the, on the ground and all the ducks coming at him. And then he said, but watch this. And he take the popcorn, he close the bag, and he tried to touch them, and they run from him. That's how it is with money. When you have money, everybody coming for you. Everybody want to be around you. Everybody want to be your friend. When you stop giving out your money, nobody want to be around you. 
but your people that really, really, really love you, they there regardless. Yeah, for sure. Like, mm -hmm. money is really just a tool, but the wrong people, they want it. All of yours. Oh, they want more. They, <laughs> they want more. Do y'all ever <laughs> notice, though, that the people that love you and close to you aren't the people asking you for money? They don't want it. No, they, 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 it, they not ask you for. It's always the motherfuckers that think they entitled to your shit, and they not even your motherfucking real friends. They not your oh, family. Mm -hmm. Like that. That's just real life shit. Like I got motherfuckers that ask, and they don't ask for a little bit of money. <laughs> but my son and my daughters, my two sons and my daughter, they be fucked up and won't fucking tell me. Yeah. Like my daughter told me the other day, she said. This is your fault. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, everything you ask me, I do. That's the problem. Sometimes, why do I have to ask you? Why don't you just offer it? I'm like, what the fuck? I'm giving it to you anyway, though. <laughs> yeah. She said, no, but I want you to offer it, though. And I'm like, I'm never going to offer it. Because if you need it, it's there. Mm-hmm. I tell them, like, whatever the fuck you need, I'm here to give it to you. And I'm going to help you make it better. But these motherfuckers will be telling me, can I get 50000 to a movie and take it to another company? Nah. Isn't that how that works? Yeah, I know, Legend. <laughs> not how that works. <laughs> Definitely not. So, um, you said you got 23 movies in total, right? It's it's either twenty three or twenty four. It's somewhere like that. We we gonna have thirty. We'll be at forty something by the end of the year though. Okay. And and did you ever pub? You did say you published books, but you just didn't think that that was. No, I I sold a hundred thousand copies of that motherfucker. It just, oh. It just it, it's my first movie. It was a play. Now a hundred thousand. So ten thousand. Ten thousand copies of the motherfucker, and it did it did well. Right. It just wasn't your It just. That shit was a hustle. Okay. <laughs> that shit, but I love writing books, right? But now I love doing movies. Right. That I love this shit. Like, I don't work. This ain't work for me. I be in this motherfucking office at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. This is my club. Okay. And we ain't talking. It don't be people here. It be just me. <laughs> you working. With a candle <laughs> in that office over there with the music bumping. And I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm in heaven. Okay. That's, That's your creative space. Yeah. Duh. It's my creative space. It's my my um my asylum shit. That's my spot. That's where I'm I'm good there. You know, I'm I'm happy there. Like that's my motivating space. I'm just I just feel like when I'm there my shoes is off. It just it's comfortable. So we always see like the finished product of the movies. Like, tell us something difficult. Like, what's hard about filming? Nothing. Or difficult? Nothing. Nothing. It it used to be. Okay. Like when I first started, it used to be hard for me to do this shit. Mm -hmm. Now you know all the people I named in the beginning. They make my life that easy. That's Everybody do their job. Sign your handle all the people. Naja handle all the payroll. TT handle the studio shit. Um, Chiquita, I call her Banana. She handled all the locations. 
Peter handle all the camera shit. So your like, team is made man, like I got, I got the motherfucking dream team. That's what Like motherfuckers be trying to steal them. I be like, so they gonna come to you and do two movies a year or one movie a year, or they gonna stay with me and do thirteen or right. fourteen or fifteen or sixteen? I'm gonna keep them working, and then not only I'm gonna keep them working, I'm gonna ask them what they goes. And I'm going to ask what the fuck they plan on doing. And I'm going to be like, yo, what the fuck? Why you not doing the movie? Because it's only one. It's one reason why we do this, right? And that's to be rich as fuck. Mm-hmm. When I'm not going to be happy until everybody outside got the car of their dreams, the house of their dreams. They don't have no motherfucking worries. The only worry they have is who going to be paying the bill. Yo, it's your turn. No, it, I mean, no, it won't be that. Yo, it's my turn. It's my turn to pay the bill. No, I got it. No, it's my turn. Mm-hmm. No, I got and it. That, that, that's the only argument. Like, that's it. We not arguing over shit else. Like, mm-hmm. mm-mm. Let, let's talk about how we about to make this uh, $100 million movie. That's the shit that I want to be on. All that other shit, I, if you talking about who fucking who or who don't like who or who that, you need to be on another team. You do that shit over there. Over here... We talking all positive shit. You know, that's all I want. I don't want no negative, nothing around me. Mm-hmm. We come too far for that. Definitely, yeah. What's, what's a day in the life look like for you? Um, yo, um, I get up in the morning and literally... Like, my son about to go to... My baby, my youngest, about to go to school, so... Um, it used to be just going to his games all the time, but now it's just it's just really here. Like I'm really always here. Uh, we doing the Biffa Award, the Biffa Festival now, but I'm normally writing or looking at movies that we did, the, the gifts for my um, stuff for editing my notes um, on the phone. But I don't, I don't even have my days ain't hard, y'all. Like. It just, it's not hard. Like, I'm in this motherfucker. This is really home. Like, I'm literally here. I be walking the studio. Like, y'all got to see it. Like, this is just, I have the best life ever. God, God, you know, when I was selling drugs, I thought that was like the best life ever. That shit was whack as fuck. This shit is the best life ever. So if you want to do movies and you want to do television shows and you want to do podcasts bring your ass over here and let's work because that's this is a good life it is what would you tell someone um that's discouraged that want to be in your shoes like if you had to give them some game what would it be trust god trust yourself those are the two things if you trust god it's gonna be easier to trust yourself and the one thing that I started doing 15 years ago is I stopped waiting on people to tell me my shit was good. Oh, yeah. Because they don't see your vision. And they, they, they don't, like, most people don't even know what good is. We are the people that tell them what's good. It's hard dealing with people that don't see the vision. Yeah, and, and, but guess what, though? It's not theirs to see. Like, 
y'all a little bit younger than me. So when I listen to the rap music that y'all listen to, I cut that shit. I'm not listening to Future. Right? Now, I think Future is dope. I think he's amazing, all that. I've never heard one of his whole CDs. I have not heard one of his songs that wasn't on the radio. I can't understand them. He's amazing, though. You want me to tell you why he's amazing? Because he has another million people that love him. So he's doing his job. I can't listen to him. He made his shit fire. I That's really a, coming from a toxic place. That's a... <laughs> but, but you know what, though? That toxicity, everybody like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So he did it. He's doing his job. That's how I look at shit. It's like, if you, if you do it right... Motherfuckers will eat shit if they think that that shit, if you tell them it tastes good. You be like, dawg, this shit good as hell. They be like, low key, dawg, that shit looks kind of good. Let me, do it. Let, me, let me try it. And that's how it be. It is. It's really like that. It really be. It, it really. Like, it, you know, you ever been to them bougie restaurants? Mm-hmm. Prime and proper. Mm-hmm. Bougie as hell. If you tell me they food is better than cornbread. You fucking crazy. Yeah, no, it's not. It's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not even close. It's not even getting that It's not even like, close. <laughs> that prime and proper food is not better than Jalis Anders. No. Right? No. But we gonna go to there because it's just a look. Fuck them. Guess what? I'm gonna be at Jalis. I'm going to Jalis. <laughs> Let me tell you a secret. So it was around my birthday, which is in February. February what? 20th. Okay. Marty's birthday, the 18th. Yeah. She was at her, it was her friend's birthday dinner. And they went somewhere bougie. She FaceTimed me like, Mm-mm, get me out of here. Take my, me my back to where I belong. Right. One, of, one, one of my producer partners came in from Alabama. He said, yeah, we're going to Prime Proper, da, da, da. I said, man, that food nasty as Baby, we're not going there. So, so he, 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 he see me later the next day. He say, why you let me go there? I said, you spent 500 plus <laughs> for some shit that you didn't like. I'm like, any motherfucker. Excuse me. Any restaurant that got a waiter, a bread waiter, and a drink waiter, I don't want to be there. That's three motherfuckers that I got to take. I'm not doing that shit. I never even thought about that. Right, like I that. know, because nobody ever does. It's like, no, nah, it's like a painting. You know how like you look at a painting, and that painting be like $50 million? Mm-hmm. And you be like, that shit ugly as fuck. <laughs> you literally be like, that's some ugly shit. But because we stupid as fuck. And we go by what people say. We allow them to say that shit dope. Mm-hmm. Like, I love Jay-Z. He need to go get a haircut. Right? <laughs> no, because here's the thing, though. He's so comfortable in being great because he's great. He like, I, I, he like, yo, I don't, need, I, don't need to, I don't need to get a haircut. Y'all going to love me whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? Me, on the other hand, I'm going every Thursday. <laughs> Like, I was fat as fuck, like, months ago, and I'm losing weight. And it's like, yo, what was I doing? What was I thinking? I wasn't taking care of me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't taking care of my health. Right? You got to take care of your health and how you look and all that shit. And that's, it just, you, you got to be the vibe. Like, my, I have a, a producer partner named Brandon Lee. Brandon is gonna have on an AP, or he gonna have on a Rolex. He gonna have on a Cuban. He always in the gym. He gonna wear Gucci suits. He gonna he gonna yo. Brandon is a vibe. So he the vibe, <laughs> right? That's my friend. 
That's how he want to dress. That's dope for him. That's not what I'm going to do. He's on the internet all the day doing everything. That's his thing. Right? He's comfortable with being him. Guess what? So many people like him that now I got new followers because his people like me because he like me. I ain't shit to a lot of people. But because that motherfucker, the vibe, they like, if Brandon like Dennis, we like, we like Dennis. Dennis. <laughs> it's right? really like that. It, that. That's exactly how it is. Right? He like, yo, D, we did his movie. Um, it ain't even up there. That's one of the movies that's not up there. Called Quick Money. That was one of the 16 that we did last year. Right? My name on it, because we know when you see my name, you're going to see quality. You're going to see a dope-ass movie. That's what we know. Right? Mm-hmm. Guess what? My people like him because I'm a vibe in another another way. And that's what it, it took a long time for me to understand that as a, a man. I was like, if you're not on the same vibe I am, I can't fuck with you. Right. No, that's not how life goes. You have to fuck with people that just good people. Mm-hmm. I fuck with Brandon because he's just a good guy. You know, his vibe is different. But to him, I may be a big-ass cornball. Yo, dog, you don't wear no Cuban? And you only wear AP every thousand blue moons? Yeah, I don't give a fuck about no AP. Give me a Shinola. I don't even like Rolexes. Like, literally, I I don't wear Rolexes because I was, I was talking to Jennifer Williams, who's a very close friend like my sister. And she said, you know how the Detroit starter kit <laughs> Cardi's in a row. Like, I'm like, you know what? I'm from New York originally, and I'm not doing that. I'm not. You're never. I'm not buying. I've never bought a pair of Cartier's. I'm never going to buy a pair of Cardi's. No buffs. Never. Never. <laughs> Pull up to the movie shoot. Never. <laughs> and it's funny because my son wore a pair to prom, and I'm like, that shit on my credit card right now. Somebody don't think I bought that shit. No, that's all. Like, he has a, a card. To the, like, thought. they think I did that. That's not me. You did it. I, I, I would never <laughs> Contributed to it. I, yo, you know. You let your son be him. I let him. I let him be him. Oh, you said you was from New York originally. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I moved here in fifth grade. Oh, okay. So do you go back to all New York? All the time. Oh yeah, you said it's the office there, right? But the funny thing is, I don't. That's that's Lynn office. Lynn, Lynn runs the New York office. Sean runs the Florida office. Rob runs the California office. Santa Monica. That's dope. Yeah. New York is the best city. I no, you know what? I take I take that back. No, Detroit. Detroit really. Michigan is the best state you can live in. It's amazing. You gotta explain. Okay. In New York, New York is very expensive. When you're poor in New York, you're poor. You could make $50,000 a year here and live very well. Very well. You can have a house with grass. You can move into a decent community mm-hmm. with 50 Gs. If you make 50 Gs in New York, you're poor. Very poor. Okay. Atlanta is different. I would not raise my sons there. Right? California, earthquakes, 
all that shit. I'm not for that. Texas, hurricanes, floods, I'm not doing that. Michigan give you four seasons. Now, some of you don't like the winter. I love the winter. I'm a December baby, right? But this is just a good place to raise your kids, man. If you raise them in the right neighborhood, then you raise them the right way. And that's just being real. Like, the the best thing my mother ever did was have us here. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's... I, I lived in Vegas when I was a kid, but I was so young, I don't remember, like, anything that went wrong there. Like... Vegas is very hot, and you know, like Arizona, cool. You have. Like, I live there, Arizona. North Carolina is beautiful. Beautiful. It's right. um, and it's like they're like updating it. It's almost like Atlanta without. S- S- Sunday know. fun day in Atlanta is everything. I mean, in Charlotte is everything. Yeah. Sunday sure. fun day, right? But guess what? Here's the thing. They had a motherfucking hurricane. In North Carolina. Yes, I lived. Mm-hmm. I went to school there. Right. I have family there. Yeah, they have hurricanes. I'm not doing that. Yeah, we ain't had nothing but dust storms in Arizona. And, and, and you want to know something funny, though? Just think about it. I don't know what y'all do other than this. Your white friends or your upper middle class friends, they don't even think Detroit bad because they don't hang out in no kind of places. Mm. They think Detroit is amazing because they hang out in the right places. Right. I hang out. I hang out in the right. I don't where where I go. I'm not tucking no chain. Even though I I wear a chain every thousand blue moons because China just bought me a chain for a gift. Okay. Right. But and I would have never bought it. But (laughs) my my sister bought it, so I only wore it once. I am gonna wear it when we we doing a company trip to Miami for the um, American Film Festival. Oh, that's lit. Oh, you gonna be acting with your Cuban on? No, it's not even a Cuban. It's a rope, and it just oh. got DR2 Productions on it. DR2, right? But, you know, it's like when I go out, the places I go, this is for everybody. This, this is a nugget, and I, I need people to understand this. When you make your money, you can't hang out in every place. If I get killed at a bar, it would be like at Ruth Chris or J. Alexander's or Ocean Prime or something like that. If you get killed at one of them places, they'd be like, God damn, Dennis got killed at Ocean Prime. What the fuck was happening at Ocean Prime? Right? If I get killed at a bar on East 7 Mile called the Boo Moo Room, the Boo Zoo Zoo Room, they'd be like, what the fuck was Dennis doing right. at the Boo Zoo Zoo Room? Right? <laughs> That's I'm not doing that. I'm hanging at the place that ain't nobody gonna be in that bitch on no bullshit. Mm-hmm. And that just is what it is. So if you make your money, go to better places. Yeah, I heard it. You know, you selling drugs, get your ass home at eight o'clock. It's so much safer. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You got any um goals besides uh, making movies for the rest of the year? We at the half quarter. At the what? At the half mark. Half mark. You're almost over. <coughs> so, um, we do an L movie in June. We doing China movie right now, going into June. Uh, basically, we're gonna be doing two movies in June. Then we doing my movie in July. Um, I got these three kids. So it's Peyton, 
DJ, and uh, Aubrey. They're all kids that I've worked with. They've all been in one of my movies. But I'm I'm literally calling the young seed, the younger the young um, EPs, the young executive producers. So they they parents literally put up fifty thousand dollars to do a movie, and I put I'm putting up the other fifty thousand, and I'm t- I'm the movie's gonna be dope as fuck. It's called viral. It's it's gonna be called viral sensation. I think we just called it uh, viral though, and. It's gonna be amazing. It's about the about these kids that move next door to this to to the kids move next door to their new friends or whatever, and the father single, and this crazy chick literally is in love with the father, so he kidnapped the kids, oh, two of the kids, goodness. and she is literally on some misery shit, like trying to she fucking the kids up the whole nine yards, and. You know, they trying to get the kids back. This shit's about to be fired. So we about to start working on that and just doing these movies, man. So my I don't really set goals because when you set a goal, then what will come next? I just do all this shit. We just know that we're going to do a bunch of movies. We're going to do a movie or two a month. And we're going to do these three TV series. And December, I'm going to take off a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. Everybody deserve a break. Oh, okay. December gonna probably be even happy because my son gonna be away from me for the first time. So. Well, we appreciate you for kicking it with us. Um, appreciate y'all for coming. I learned, learned a lot, lot about yeah. you. I didn't, you know, I had no clue. So. Um, it's gonna be a good episode. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm trying. I want. I want to have all good episodes. Or whatever. Like we want him back. Yay! Yes, for sure. Um, you want to tell the people where they can find you? On Instagram, Dennis Reed with two eyes after the D after Reed because I'm the second. Um, Dennis Reed on what's that? Facebook, dr2productions.com, and that's about it. We're gonna put all that in the description box for y'all. And y'all know where to find us RT, adore the letter N, Daisy on all platforms Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Um, Apple Podcast, Spotify, YouTube. Yeah, until next time. time. <laughs>